I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're kicking off round 15 tonight with the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Brisbane Broncos from Suncorp Stadium. We're going to have our full round 15 preview dropping this afternoon, all of our tips, some of our anytime try scorers leading into this week. But I was just having a look at the ladder and, you know, obviously the ladder is a representation of how the season's going. Yeah, I don't need to inform you of that. Uh, but when I looked at it, my God, I'm not sure if a ladder has ever been more representative of the season that it is and of each and every team where they're placed, except for a couple of them. Now, for me, I look at uh, Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers. They're on 24 points each. Uh, they're the top two by a country mile for me, and it's not even funny. Uh, these two, they are the best two football sides in this competition, and it's not close. So right up the top there, those two sides on the same points. Uh, obviously, the Penrith Panthers, they've dropped back to the pack a little bit. It would have been first outright if it wasn't for the last two weeks missing players, but... Look, let's be honest here. The Melbourne Storm, they've been missing players all season. So it's just the reality of the competition. Uh, The Penrith Panthers, they essentially had a pretty much an injury-free run last year. So uh, this is the reality of rugby league. These two teams, they're even at the very top. Now, the next two, and I would probably say the next three, realistically. You've got the Paramount Eels, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Sydney Roosters. Now, the Eels and the Rabbitohs, they're on 22 points each. Do I think that the Penrith Panthers and the Storm are only one win better than these two sides. No, I don't, uh, realistically. I think there is a little bit more of a gap between these two, but I think the way they're separated on the ladder is perfect. And then you've got the Eels, you've got the Rabbitohs. The next team I would put into that bunch is the Roosters. Now, of course, I would put them at the bottom of that bunch simply because of all the injuries they've got and all the chaos around there. I mean, they've had three players that have retired that have all been kangaroos, you know, three of the best players to play their position over the last decade. Unbelievable. So for the Roosters sitting fifth, and one win below the Eels and the Rabbitohs, that's probably where I would have them. That was exactly how I'd have my top five. Now, in sixth place, and standing on their own in sixth place, is the Manly Seagulls. Now, for me, Manly Seagulls, they're the biggest wild card in in this competition. They're the team that I could see them finishing eighth, and I can see them winning the premiership, or I can see them finishing eighth and going out in straight sets. I I can see them finishing the top four. It could be absolutely anything for the Manly Seagulls. They are 
a very hard team to predict at the moment. They're the team in this competition that I probably don't want to face. I reckon they're the hardest to deal with, at least with the Panthers and the Melbourne Storm. You sort of know what you're getting. You might not be able to stop it, but you know what you're getting. The Manly Seagulls, trying to keep your hands on Tom Trevojevic, it is just ridiculous. And the amount of the, the amount of passion that he brings to this team and the amount of confidence that he gives the guys around him, I think it becomes extremely difficult. And for me, that's the clear top six in this competition, yeah? And I think it's fair that Manly are a couple of points behind the rest of them because they're the wild card to me. That's how I'm looking at it. Now, it's the next two positions that I think, oh, geez, I don't know about it. Uh, the Cowboys, I've sort of got them at the bottom of the top eight at the moment. That's sort of where I see them. And I think that's more of a reflection of the inconsistency of a lot of other teams in this competition. But they're currently sitting on 14 points. And, I mean, that's the same all the way down to 11th, the Warriors. They're on 12. So, only one win separates 7 to 11, that big log jam there. So, the Cowboys, I think they're in a fair enough sort of spot. The next team is the one that uh, they it, it bamboozles me how this team's in the top eight, the Dragons. Now, I spoke about Reese Walsh yesterday that he plays three teams in the next 11 weeks at the top eight sides. One of them is the Dragons, which... Honestly, it threw me. I, I literally wrote all my posts that they played two top eight teams in the next 11 weeks. And I looked at the ladder and went, holy shit, the Dragons are in the top eight. Now, for me, they started well. But, I mean, I don't think I've been overly impressed with the Dragons in the last eight weeks, realistically, to be honest with you. So they're the one team that I think don't understand how they're sitting there. I don't understand how they're in eighth place. But uh, they did have a good start. You know, it's it, it's only six wins they've got. Um, and I think that's just the reality of this competition at the moment, a lot of inconsistent sides. It really is anyone's. But then I look at the next four, and these are sort of the four sides that I would say, yep, they're right on the fringe of making this top eight. Do I think they can win it? No, but they're right on the fringe. You've got the Sharks, the Raiders, the Warriors, the Titans. You know, four teams that on their day can do absolutely anything. They've got star players all through their side, but it's just not clicking. There are issues left, right, and center. I mean, you look at the Sharks, there's players there that are unwanted. You look at the Raiders. There's just don't, don't even get me started on all the issues there. You move to the Warriors. You got Roger Tuivasa, Shaq leaving. You got him moving positions. Like it might not be a drama, but there's a lot of moving pieces there. You get to the Gold Coast Titans, and look, this is a really solid side. But you got a lot of superstars that have come in. It traditionally isn't a winning club. Let's be perfectly honest here. There's always been a little bit of chaos at the Titans. Um, dare I say they're underachieving, sitting at twelfth. But this is sort of where I would have them, and I think that. You know, and personally, if I had to choose where I thought the Dragons would be, I'd probably have them just below the Titans, but I wouldn't have them in this absolute bottom group. And this bottom group at the moment, you've got the West Tigers, um, who, you know, you could argue with me, hey, they should be in that next group up, but I've sort of got them in that bottom four group. I've always had them in that group all season. And, you know, I speak to a lot of fans, uh, Tigers fans especially, and, you know, um, the Whisperer himself, and he sort of says, mate, we've got a good team. I just don't understand. And I, you know, I get it. You, you do have a good team. On paper, you've got 13 really good individuals that run out for you every week. But this club is just built on dysfunction, and it is just constant issues. I think there's a lot of good guys arriving there next year. That's going to be very interesting, especially Jackson Hastings, a guy I've got really high hopes for. Uh, you've got the Broncos, you've got the Bulldogs, two teams that, for me, definitely looking forward to next season already, unfortunately. Um, the Broncos have obviously got a new coach, a lot of changes there. Adam Reynolds arrives next year, very exciting. Canterbury Bulldogs, exact same situation. New coach, new guys arriving next year. It's all going to be exciting. It's going to be sensational, looking forward to it. Then you've got the Newcastle Knights, who, for me, you know, they've obviously been just decimated by injuries this year, but... You know, I think it is the reality of this league that you have to deal with injuries. You have to have depth to be able to cover it. I think the problem for the Newcastle Knights and for a lot of teams is that, you know, it's all good and well to have depth. Yeah, that's fantastic. But then 
you know, you need the depth in the right positions and you need the right guys to stay on the field. There's certain guys that each team can't lose. And if you do lose them, you need your coaching to really take over and make the difference. And this is where, you know, I think a lot of these young, inexperienced coaches, this is where they really struggle. When it rains, it pours. And if you don't have that experience to cover it, you can be in real trouble. And look, this is no insult to Adam O'Brien. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the league like this. There's a lot of guys that come under the Bennett, the Bellamy, the Trent Robinson. They've come under these guys. It's fantastic. The reality is they're educated in a perfect system. Yeah, this perfect system with the best players that pay less to stay there. That when you get a couple of injuries, you've still got champion players around that change room to sort of make a difference. Now, Adam O'Brien being in Melbourne, even when the Melbourne Storm have injuries, you've either got Smith, Cronk, Slater. One of them can step up and lead this team if the other one's out. There's other champion players in that side. There always has been. They've got a real winning culture and a winning culture is hard to build. A culture that everyone shows their jersey each and every game is hard to build. And I think this is where Adam O'Brien is having trouble. And this is where I worry about a guy like Craig Fitzgibbon. Craig Fitzgibbon's coming from the perfect, absolute perfect situation at the Sydney Roosters for the last 25 years of his life, heading to the Cronulla Sharks, who, I'm sorry, they don't have a halfback. There's players leaving. There's players going. It's just, it's all over the place at the moment. So very interesting about the Newcastle Knights. I think that obviously this weekend they get Pierce back. They get Ponga back. It's massive. I'm hearing Ponga's coming back a little bit early to prove himself for Queensland origin. So fingers crossed nothing goes wrong there because that would be an absolute disaster for the Newcastle Knights. But I guess the Knights, they're sort of another one of these wildcard teams. Now, once you get these key guys back, what can they do? I think it's going to be very interesting. But I think this ladder right now, It really typifies exactly where this competition is at. You've got the clear two at the top. You've got the next two. And then the Roosters are part of the next three best who, without all these injuries, they probably are on the bottom of that five, realistically. Then you've got the next two or three after that. Then you've got the absolute shit fight of the two groups of four that are in the bottom eight. I think it really typifies where this competition is at right now. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a ladder that is a better representation of how the NRL competition is going right now, essentially for me, outside of where the Dragons are sitting in eighth place. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.